You are now in tune to episode number 18 of the Don't Start a Band podcast. Remember, like, subscribe, and comment on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and YouTube. Uh, It was kind of cool. On this episode, we had a lot of interaction on the live YouTube feed, so make sure you pay attention to the Don't Start a Band uh, Instagram story to know when we go live with our guests. Speaking of guests, on this episode, I have with me a close personal friend of mine. His name is Taylor Park, and we played music together in If I Fail, and he's been in a couple bands, but he's mostly just been a big part of the hardcore scene uh, ever since he was about 18 and moved to Denver. So everybody, please welcome Taylor Park on episode number 18 of the Don't Start a Band podcast. Cue the music. Taylor Keegan Park. What's up, man? Is that how people address you? Is Taylor Keegan Park or just Taylor Park? Sometimes people... We'll say Taylor Keegan Park. Tell everybody, because you have a lot of nicknames. Yeah. Tell, I guess, everybody, all of them. What are all your nicknames? If there's any you don't like, you don't have to share those, because obviously millions of people watch this, so like, oh, yeah. you don't want people calling you the ones you don't like. So. Uh, my favorite has to be uh, T-Mama, T-Mams. T-Mama. Or or T-Mames. What is Mames? I don't know, dude. Uh, Colin just... T-Mames. Yeah. I guess that's what happens when there's two Taylors. Yeah. Taylor. Yep, Taylor. T-Mama. So I think that... my phone is T-Mama. Good. That's why I couldn't couldn't find you when I was going to text you. I was like, fuck, do I not have his number? (laughs) Because I looked up Taylor and... Right. Um, No, so Colin started calling me that because he had this old friend named Taylor... Um, okay. Also, who he used to call T Mama or T Mames. Okay. I think I was the first one he called T Mames. Yeah. But uh, he used to call this other Taylor T Mama. T Mammy. Yeah. I like that one. T Mammy. T Mammy. Go for it. No, nah, I like T Mama. <laughs> um, but Tay is one also. Yeah. Um, I think that's my coworker Tiffany. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, Tiffany. Thank you for watching episode number eighteen of the Don't Start a Band podcast. Don't start a band. Don't. It's... Okay, so I don't know if I explained this to you. I've definitely said it a couple times on the podcast. But it's meant to more so be... Because, like, obviously I have bands on here and artists. It's Mm -hmm. meant to be don't start a band, dot, 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 until you hear from these people. Because we talk about songwriting and your band being a business and all that kinds of stuff. Because, like... Of course people should start bands. Yeah, well, they're Except all... Except for cover bands. Yeah. Just kidding. My parents were in a cover band. <laughs> I feel like I have done that so many times in our relationship where I shit on something and you're like, well, actually, that's a big part of my life. And I go, I know I'm an asshole. <laughs> but now you know I'm an asshole. You're not an asshole. You just... Sometimes you say things without... Knowing the whole story behind Exactly. That's why uh, I should be a mute. 
So What's going on with your life? It's not as good as yours. So uh, let's get down to brass tacks. Tell okay. everybody a little bit about yourself. Oh boy. Well, I don't know what to say about myself. Uh, you can start with... I guess we could start with uh, the musical aspect of your life. Like when, you know, when did music... Because like regardless of anything, music is a big part of your life. Right, yeah. Like when did you start uh, really, I guess, getting start getting the idea that it was a big part of your life? Well, I mean, when I was when I was very young, like yeah, when I was like five years old, I think something, or maybe even younger. Yeah. Uh, my mom used to tell me stories about how, uh, excuse me, um, okay. how uh, I used to pull pots and pans out of a, you know, the cabinets yeah. and beat on them with little like, uh, yeah. what's it called, skewers yeah. and shit. Um, it's crazy how some five year olds were that smart. Cause yeah, I definitely wasn't. <laughs> You okay? Well, <laughs> tell tell me about me. You strike me as a very smart individual, uh, smarter than myself. I'm not very smart, dude. But uh, don't say that. He's just saying it because before the podcast started, I was like, "I'm so stupid, so stupid." Nah, nah, you're smarter than me, man. I just you went to college. So you graduated. I did not go to college. <laughs> I okay. I took one semester. Did you Did you graduate from high school? Yeah, I didn't. Okay. Did you get your GED? No. Fuck it, dude. Fuck it. Honestly, like, even with graduating from college and nobody get the wrong idea, like, kids go to school. For sure. But even graduating from high school, there's nobody or nowhere that I work that really, you know, I didn't learn anything in high school about detailing cars. True. All I need to know is adding so I can add up my hours at the end of the pay period. Yeah. That's all I needed. If I would have known that, I would have been doing fun shit for the other eight years of my schooling career. Yeah, dude. I don't know. I just, I think, I think school just wasn't for me. I was bullied a lot and that like really took it. Where'd you go to school? I went to school in Fort Collins. So. Really? Yeah, because I grew up there. Oh, that's yeah. right. I've only been living in Denver for like six years, seven years. Okay. But uh, yeah, no. So from the time I was very young, I took an interest in music. You know, my parents being like musicians themselves, like yeah. they didn't force it upon me. They just kind of let me take on music myself, but drum for my first instrument. And <clears throat> Damn. I think I was in like a punk band when I was like 13. Okay. And... Uh, we called ourselves Guerrilla Warfare. That was pretty tight. It's kind of, yeah. Um, and that was like some little punk band that I was in. And then I think um, around 13, I like picked up guitar. I like took an interest yeah. in like guitar and my dad got me a guitar for my 13th birthday. Nice. This little Squire, like mini. Yeah. Like, it was, it was, uh, yeah. So... Yeah, guitars are guitars. I think really 13 was when I really took yeah. an interest in like starting to play music. and. Is that when you kind of uh, strayed away from like radio rock and stuff and like started finding? Because like 
that's about the age that like I started getting into heavier music. But like, do you remember what bands kind of led you away from radio rock and into, you know, delving into I do work tour bands? Yeah, um, I think the first heavy band or like heavier band I ever like really like got into was Corn. Really? Yeah, I was about thirteen. Griffith brought them up uh, last night as a uh, an influence for Fox mm-hmm. Lake, and I had no idea. Yeah, Corn and uh, him. Do you do you ever do you ever yeah, see him? Because I watched a lot of Evil Obey. Yeah. <laughs> so like, him was a big one. Yeah. Um, but what got me into like heavier music, like mm-hmm. actual like hardcore and stuff, was uh, like My Chemical Romance. Yeah. And like before then I was listening to like all these other punk bands like Bad Brains and like Black Flag. Yeah. You know, Circle Jerks, whatever, you know. Yeah. You know, but uh yeah. It definitely has like a very smooth transition into, you know, from punk into hardcore punk mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, and then after that I think it was uh the used mm-hmm. and like Census Fail. Census Fail was like a big one. You mean Screamo? Yeah. Is that Screamo? Yeah, I was Screamo. That was. Does Screamo exist anymore? I think so. Or did they? Because it kind of seems like there was Screamo in like 2008, 2009, and then it turned into post hardcore. Yeah. Post hardcore. <laughs> oh, if we want to bring up post hardcore, um, I listened to this band like uh, middle school. I was listening to uh, Burden of a Day. I don't know if you've ever heard of uh-huh. them. I actually turned Griffith onto them. Yeah? Yeah, they're... Like, Are they still together? No. Now they're, like, this weird, like... I don't even know how to... Ex- it's, like, some weird, like, indie, like, experimental shit. Yeah. But like it's, like... math rock or something? No, it's not yeah. even rock. It's, like... It's really weird. You'd have yeah. to listen to it. They're called Colors now. Like, they C-O-L-O-U-R-S. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, uh... Damn. So it, it sounds like at a pretty early age you started developing that that love for heavier music. Yeah. And you were still in Fort Collins at the time. What yeah. age did you leave Fort Collins? The first time, the the first time I left Fort Collins was uh, I think I was eighteen. Okay. I moved. I wasn't. I didn't move because I didn't get my life really together up until like the last like three years. Yeah. So. <laughs> Uh, it's not necessary until you know yeah if you turn 40 and you're like i don't know because see that's the thing too about like life is what classifies having your shit together right because honestly even if you're 40 50 if you're coming to me saying i have all the answers it's all figured out i don't fucking trust you yeah no there's there's no way because I don't know. Life is every day that you haven't lived is a fucking mystery. So. Right. Yeah, I see something new every day. Yeah. It's uh. Yeah. Like my new hair. Yeah. I it's not I don't all think like I've brought that up on the podcast yet, but for those who have only listened, this will inspire you to go to YouTube and watch and subscribe because now I have little hair as opposed to spiky big hair. True. Yeah, I noticed that the last time I saw you. Yeah, it's like, hmm. It's, it's like a no. Little, it's a little different. No blonde streak anymore. I know, I miss it. Just redo it. I kind of thought about asking uh, Monica's mom, my hairstylist. She's wonderful. Her name is Leah. She's the best hair cutter in the whole entire world. 
Um, I kind of thought about like asking for like the blonde still right there, mm-hmm. but like I didn't want it to like look. Um, I don't know. I just weird. I had to grow up, you know. I got to be an adult now. Yeah, I mean, if you have a blonde streak in your hair, I guess that nope. means you're not an adult. Nope, not unless it you were. Uh, you know, some people have like birthmarks. It's oh like yeah, a birthmark. You know, they have like dark hair and then they have that like white patch. Mm-hmm. I've only met one other person, though, that had blonde hair and had a black patch. Interesting. I've never seen that. Really? Ever. Yeah. It was, uh, I thought, like, maybe he had done that punk thing where they do the polka dots, Mm -hmm. you know? Nope. It was just a birthmark. It was a birthmark. It's pretty rad. Uh, So, 18 was the first time. So, before you turned 18, you were into heavier music, and obviously not a lot of those bands really come to Fort Collins that often. Yeah. Were you already, you know, coming to Denver and going back for shows? No, actually, at the time when I was, like, in middle school, there was actually a pretty good um, rock and metal scene in Fort Collins. I was part of really? this band, like, way, way back in the day. Uh, I don't even remember our name. Oh, it was, like, I think it was, like, Through Tides or something. And yeah. We were, like, this little... Like, we drew a lot of, like, influence from, like, Asking Alexandria, Miss May I, like, yeah. those kind of bands. So we were, like, trying to be, like, heavy like that. So, we, but for some reason, I think we were so young, we just didn't know how to get shows. So we, like, never played shows. We yeah. thought it was, like, a big deal if you got shows. Because it was relatively hard to get shows I in I still feel Collins. like it's a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, at the time, it was just nobody if you got a show yeah. that meant you were like established you know in the scene there. there like there's not really a lot of venues in fort Collins. no there's no the but Aggie they're and hodies hodies that's right and then the art lab but that's really it yeah is but that one new the art lab, art lab? Yeah, yeah i think kyle petty puts on a bunch of shows at the I art don't lab know who that is. you don't know who that is I'm sorry kyle who is that kyle petty's my boy yeah. He, His uh, last name is Petty. Yeah. That's right. Tom, like Tom Petty. I love Tom Petty. One time, Kyle told me that Tom Petty was his uncle, and I believed him. I would. How many Petties have you met? <laughs> I don't know. But I mean, I'd be skeptical, but I think I was. I was just. I was dumb. <laughs> but um, anyway, so I used to go. You just want to believe that one of your friends is related to a famous right. person. Right. I. You know, I love my friends. Don't get me wrong. They're great the way they are. But if they were related to somebody famous, I would definitely not be such an asshole to all right. my friends. I think I would still be an asshole. But yeah. just Because then they know asshole. you were for real. You yeah. Love, or you loved them before. Yeah, exactly. They outed their famous family member. Now I forgot what I was saying. <clears throat> uh, oh, yeah. About going saying? to Denver for... Uh, about going to Denver for shows before you actually moved to Denver. Oh yeah, uh, I think I think the only time I ever went to Denver for shows before I moved here was like I, I went and saw Asking Alexandria and Miss May I mm-hmm. actually, um, ironically enough. Yeah. Um, was that the All Stars tour? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, asking. Ale- oh, and Ice Nine Kills was playing. I, I guess I did go to a, a couple of shows. Skylight Driving for the fall. Yeah, games. yeah, <laughs> I was there, but I was like, I was only like eighteen, yeah, seventeen or eighteen, but uh, I was a little pup. Yeah, yeah, I had not yet established myself in 
the Denver scene. Yeah. I didn't even know what Denver scene was. I didn't know what, like, 5280 was. I didn't know what Sox Place was. I didn't know what, like... I don't know that one. You don't know what Sox... Okay, so you know that, like, that building that, like, people... You know, okay, the marquee, right? Yes, sir. It's, like, right here. Here's Larimer. Uh-huh. And then across the street, where that, like, weird parking lot is. Yes. And then behind the building in front of the marquee was Sox Place. And what was that? It was a venue. It was? That, like, all the hardcore kids used to go to, like, way back in the day. And, like, I guess, I don't know. I never went there. Yeah. I was, I was too young. But, uh. Same. Colin went there. Patrick went there. Like, Ryan yeah. went there. All those dudes went there. Yeah. And, uh, so, but uh, I started, I think, I didn't start coming to shows, like, a lot until, until I moved here. Yeah. You know, and. Even then, I was, you know, skeptical. Uh-huh. But I was, I was scared. Yeah. Because I didn't know anything but Fort Collins and Hody's shows. Like, yeah. my first show ever, I don't know if I ever told you this, but my first show... That's in my notes. To ask you about your shows. Oh, okay. First shows. I'll let you ask that then. No, no, no. Keep oh. going. I like it when it organically happens. <laughs> my first... I feel like I keep doing this. As in, here we go. Welcome to the next subject of the podcast. <laughs> My first show ever was when I was 15 years old, and it was Thanks to You. Yeah. Really? I don't know if you know who Thanks to You was. I believe... Oh, I definitely know that name. It was 40 Fathoms. It, it was? was? It was 40 Fathoms before they were 40 Fathoms. I'm pretty sure I saw them at LifeSpot. Yeah. Life spot. That was another venue I was going to yeah. mention. I went to that just because, like, when I was in middle school, that's where I learned, like, about A Day to Remember and the first Bless the Fall record mm-hmm. and, you know, all those bands and stuff. Um, that's where I learned about them was through, like, seeing kids mm-hmm. while they were emo yeah. in middle school when I went to middle school. It was me. Yeah. It was cool, and I wanted my hair like that, but I wasn't allowed. Wanted skinny jeans, wasn't allowed. Your parents? Yeah, I wasn't allowed to. I wasn't allowed to wear black clothes. Oof. Yeah, and then I grew up, and now I wear all black. All the time. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, when I was growing up, my mom. Oh man, I had the whole like. I was like sixteen, and like I really wanted to be emo. Yeah. And like. I I had like I remember the first time I ever went and got my hair cut. Mm-hmm. I get I did the whole like shaved in the back. Yeah. And like long on the sides and the front, so you could do the whole like spiked up thing in the back. And did you do the spiked yeah. up thing in the back? I don't have any pictures. Damn. I wish. But <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was a and then my mom hated it. Yeah. She absolutely hated it, and she was like, when I I think I like went from being a punk kid to a scene kid within one day. Yeah. Just, like, one day. Like, I was wearing skinny jeans. Like, I was uh-huh. wearing, like, crazy, colorful, like, like hoodies and stuff. And like, yeah. <laughs> Osiris's? Yeah, no. No, I never... I was never in an Osiris kid. Fucking same. I always thought Osiris's were just the <laughs> ugliest shoes. Dude. They're like the PT Cruiser of shoes. Yeah. They're like, if you have one, you're like... Everyone's like, uh, stay away from him. Osiris's, <laughs> jelly bracelets, uh... I don't know. I actually did the jelly bracelet thing too. Oh, so did I. You know, I'm not saying anything bad. But, but uh, yeah, it was just like one night. Yeah. Like, 
And then my mom hated it. Mm-hmm. She hated the fact that I was wearing skinny jeans. She hated that I was wearing, like, she just thought I was stupid. Yeah. And, uh, it's like your parents go, there he goes. There he goes. He's gone. We've lost him. <laughs> she, uh, she was like, one day she was like, you know, one day you're going to look back on this and you're going to think you were really stupid. <laughs> and I was like, no, I won't. You know, like being it's all. It's not a phase, mom. Yeah. And uh, now I look back at it and I think I was really stupid. I mean, I'm not like, I don't regret it because yeah. it like had part in like who I am today. Yeah. You know? Well, that's the thing about, you know, being a kid like is, you know, you try on a bunch of different hats until you find the one that fits or you, you know, the different scenes, the emo scene, punk, like all that stuff, it adds up to this whole conglomerate that mm-hmm. is the tea mama the tea, that yeah. sits before me today. Hey, you know, thank you so much for doing this. Hey, really thank you. Appreciate it. For... I know we talked about it when I announced that I was starting it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just glad it finally worked out. Me too, man. Like I'm, I'm super stoked that you had me on. Like, of course. I don't really, I don't really get to do much, you know. Yeah. Outside of work and, you know, playing. By the way, have you played Red Dead Redemption yet? I'm not. I'm not into those super expanded like yeah. games like Red Dead or Fallout. I w- I have been like thinking about the thought of mm-hmm. playing like Fallout Four or like New Vegas or something like that, just to dip my toes. But like, I just get distracted so much, and like those are such big maps. It's not even like maps Dude, or levels. It's just it's crazy. It's it's a lot to take in. But, yeah, I don't really have much time outside of, like, work. Yeah. And I get two days off a week, so I'm just, like... Just like everybody else, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when you, say it, when you say it like that, yeah. you know... No, but, like, you work hard and you work a lot of hours. So when you think about, like, how much of your life you're giving to this company, you're like, I'm getting fucking robbed here. Yeah, I mean, I only get to dress like this two days out of the week. Yeah. So. That's why uh, after work, I'll wear the same t-shirt like two or three days in a row because like realistically i'm wearing it for four hours after work before i go to bed and theoretically if i was wearing it full for a full day you know it might be like eight hours so if i wear it two days in a row still getting the same wear time yeah exactly i mean it's all about how well can you justify yeah being dirty to yourself i mean i'm very like i i don't like being i always like smelling good i always like so I also don't really do laundry that much anymore because I only wear like yeah regular clothes outside okay. of work two days, so yeah that's nice. I I mean don't get me wrong I feel like I said that I'm not like stinky. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know man you smell pretty bad. Whatever that's like the biggest compliment I get. It's not like. <laughs> You're good looking or you have a great personality. It's always, oh, you smell nice. You smell nice. Yeah. yeah I'll take it as long as I smell nice because, like, I'm very big on smells. So if I smell bad, please fucking tell me. Yeah, me too. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. I will be embarrassed, probably cry and turn red. But at least I know that Thank I'm you. infecting all these people with <laughs> my putrid. With your putrid smell. Smell. That's the worst. Like. Body odor is one thing, but when you smell like a walking butt, Ugh. that's that's dude. Rough. I can't ever. I can't say I've ever. I, I, I don't know. There's been a couple times I've gone to shows and I've just come out smelling just 
horrible. Yeah, but I've always wondered what part of that is actually you, and what part of that is sweat the from other dude, people. Yeah, that was like up behind you that kept getting pushed onto your back. Or the dude that's always in the pit with his shirt off, like hyping up the crowd, like you know. Yeah. You ever see those dude? They run around the pits. Unfortunately, I was always that guy. No. No, I wasn't. <laughs> I was gonna say I wasn't ballsy enough. Yeah. I just I used to go to hardcore shows and like I think I talked to you yeah, you and I were talking about this at Marcus's birthday party. But I was like the guy because I loved hardcore music and going to hardcore shows, so I was that dude standing at the back of the crowd like this. Oh. Just watching everybody fight and stepping out of the way when there was a brawl right. coming my way. The biggest one I ever saw was at a show it was Barrier Dead. And for the fallen dreams, and that like there was just a huge fight that went on. And what's funny is it was like a cartoon, you know, uh, when they start yeah, fighting like and the dust cloud. kicks up. Yeah, it started like on the floor at the marquee and moved its way up the stairs and Jesus then like passed. It's crazy. I must have been insane. Cause... Why do people fight at hardcore shows? This is one thing I've wondered because you go see bands like Stick to Your Guns, and you know they preach a good message about mm-hmm. how like everybody's there because they feel like they belong and it's like everyone's a family that goes to hardcore shows but then i guess families fight whatever but is it just the testosterone overload like yeah. you this is this is a this is a weird subject I mean, or not weird not weird subject but you're oh you're gonna walk away for me i'm just testing Yeah. You want me to cut a part out? You need to go to the bathroom. Dude, go to the bathroom. I can talk until the motherfucking cows come home. So, like, if you go, I'm not scared to keep talking. I know. See, the thing is, is it's a podcast studio, but it's also a band practice space. Uh, You know, this is a great opportunity for all the people watching if you want to interact comment i have terrible vision so i won't be able to see it but i will go around to each one of the live things and see what you are saying the sound is still bothering so i'm gonna walk away two seconds all All right, so there's a little bit of dead space. I apologize for that. Uh, But yeah, what I was saying, if you guys want to interact while I'm lonely, let's see what's going on in my life. There's people watching, which is awesome. It's cool when, uh, you know, people support your shit. E.T. for Prez, FOCO represent. Uh, I don't know if I'll tell him that. Is that okay? T-Mama. I love that name. I think T-Mama is a beautiful nickname. I wish I had a nickname like that. I mean, for those who don't know, my full name is Jacob. Uh, I usually don't tell people that, but like, I guess you could classify Jake as a nickname. What's your full name? Jacob. Jacob. 
Yes. I guess I could have guessed that, huh? You know who knows me by Jacob? Annika? The government and Annika. Uh. And my mother, who, uh, I don't know if you know this, she named me. She named you? Yeah. Okay. That's now how that, that works. Back, I'm just going to check a little one more time. Okay. Now I'm paranoid about it. Check. Man, I am really sorry to everybody listening who is listening to a sound check. Yeah. But the thing is, is I'm not a narcissist, but I like to hear myself talk. Yeah. And I feel more confident if I can hear my voice coming out of the speakers. Well, yeah. You know? I mean, at least you know how you sound, you know? Exactly. You but know how you sound. Kind of. Have you ever recorded vocals? Yeah. Yeah? Like singing? Singing and screaming. Really? Yeah. You ever heard of Riverdale? Yeah, but I, I that was all didn't me. know you sang. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So. But you were asking about fighting at shows. Fighting at shows. Yeah. That's right. You asked me Elaborate. why do people. Why do people fight at shows? There's a couple of reasons. Well, in my opinion, I feel like okay. there's a couple of reasons. I mean, if I ever fight at a show, it's because A somebody pushes me from behind or hits me like that's a in, bitch move like pushing or hitting someone from behind yeah like on so purpose. yeah if it's on purpose like i'm gonna turn around and probably swing back at them you know yeah um you know like getting pushed on the ground or something um mm -hmm. especially like if you go to those like you know those shows where like you'll go they're like big shows mm -hmm. but they're like bands that like all the hardcore kids like used to listen to yeah. So there's like those push moshers and then there's like hardcore dancers. That always poses a problem because yeah. we'll do our thing. We'll like start swinging and, you know, like hitting and, you know, like we're not, I, I feel like myself, I don't intentionally go out of my way to like yeah. fuck someone's <clears throat> night up, you know, and like yeah. hit them. But every you know time. who scares the shit out of me? Like I haven't been to a lot of shows that Ryan is at. But the person who used to scare me the most, just because I got hit by him so often, was Daniel Flint. Yeah, I, was, I knew you were going to say that. He he has arms of lead. Yeah. And yeah. I got hit by him one time. I put up my arm and he swung it. And I swear to God, it broke, but it didn't break. Oh, man. One time. It's crazy. Man, I got, I got, I got, I, I didn't get knocked out, but I got hit by him once yeah. real good in the, in the head. And I think I was, I, I couldn't hear right for like three days. Damn. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I don't think, like, it's hard to explain it to somebody because I've found when, like, you're telling somebody about a hardcore show or a heavy show, they go, oh, did you mosh? And they think of the push yeah. moshing and all that stuff. And you, like, if you try to explain hardcore dancing, the first problem that comes up is the dancing. Yeah. Hurt, yeah, because I mean, yeah. like when you say hardcore and dancing, yeah. it doesn't sound right. It's almost an oxymoron. But like you tell people that, and then you explain it, and people just look at you like, "Why the fuck would people yeah. do that to each other? Why would you flail around in yeah. mass chaos?" What most people, I feel like, what most people don't understand is there's like actually like there's actually a rhyme and reason to it. Really? Like, well, I mean, you've you've seen 
you've seen everyone who does it do yeah. it, right? I used I mean, to think it was the most badass thing when I first started going to heavy shows. I was like, I want to do that. Right. Well, like, I mean, so if you go to a show and you watch me do it, right? I do yeah. the same thing almost every time. Yeah. You know, it's like so the same Griffith movement. And Ian and yeah, it's like the same movement. So it's like there's a rhyme and reason behind it. It's not like we're just like going and like yeah. randomly flailing around, you know? So, it's kind of like a talent show. Because like a lot of times, you know, at the bigger shows or whatever, everybody will get in and do it. Yeah. But there's a lot of shows where the pit is open and, you know, everybody will go in there, do their thing and then get out. And then the next person goes. Yeah. In. I mean, I don't know about, I mean, I don't think, I don't know. It's know. an expression. Yeah, it's, you say it's an expression. Yeah, of like music moving you. Yeah, definitely. I mean, if I'm ever, if I'm ever moshing, mm-hmm. it's always because obviously the music makes me. Yeah, it makes me angry. Yeah. Well, when I went to see Fox Lake with for the Fallen Dreams, that was the first time I'd seen them since 2013, mm-hmm. maybe. And like back then. I know that's not that long ago, but like back then, even before that, I used to, you know, hardcore dance. I have my moves. I threw down. I know it's hard to believe. Yeah, I can't see you doing that. I, know. I mean, I, I guess Nobody I can. Nobody believes me that I listen to hardcore music or that I used to, you know, really go to shows because I kept my head down. But uh, yeah, being it for the Fallen Dreams, I was like, oh man, I want to do it again. But then I was like, first of all, I haven't done this in a long time. I haven't stretched. I'll probably throw my back out. Mm-hmm. Second, I feel like I remember the movement, but I'm just not as coordinated as I used to be. Yeah. So. I mean, you. De- I don't know. Being 26 now. Like I'm 25. I, dude, wait till you get 26. It's like everything just Does stopped. Does your world change? When you my world changed. Things? And I mean, like, physically changed. It's just like... I can't go to a show and throw down without feeling like I got hit by a train the next four days yeah. afterwards. How does yeah. Griffith do it? Because, like, he goes to a lot of shows. How do you do it, Griffith? Oh, shit. My phone just went low battery. Guess that's the end of my Instagram live. <laughs> um, well, okay, so I think because I think because uh, Griffith goes to so many shows. I'm going off live on Instagram. Go to YouTube, Jake Backseaters, if you want to watch more. Thanks. Or Taylor's Instagram live. Bye-bye. Damn, nine people watched. That's the most live viewers really? I've had so far. It's probably because I'm so hated. Would you fucking stop? I'm serious. You know, but there are people. There is one person, Colin, for instance, who used to talk shit about himself. And when I went on tour with If I Fail... I got tired of it because I looked up to him. I thought he was... The beast. I mean, he was an amazing, beautiful human being. Mm -hmm. And he would talk shit about himself. And I was like, you know what? I'm fucking sick of this. So here's what we're going to do. You talk shit about yourself or say something negative about yourself. I'm going to punch you in the arm as hard as I can. All right. He's like, no, you're not. I mean, why can't I say it if it's true? I'm a, and then he said something, and I just I hit him for the first time, like, and he was just like kind of surprised. He was like, like and then like, the next time he did it, he forgot about it. Yeah, the, but the next time he did it, I just like full force right in his shoulder, and he was like, "All right." He's like, and "Bitch, I, fucking bitch!" <laughs> but he stopped doing it. Yeah, because like I uh, okay. I will admit I do this self-deprecating thing too, mostly in humor, but like 
with the my friends and the people I look up to and like I see you in such an amazing light and like all my friends you Griffith Dakota you know I have the utmost respect for all of you and like I see you guys in such a great light that I don't want you to ever feel like you're anything less than how you see us yeah I get that I mean I feel the same way about my friends you know yeah I think at the end of the day just you know we all feel this you know we all feel certain ways about ourselves and doubt yeah well you know what's crazy about it and maybe why we do it is because like in our friend group and in you know our community our little you know music community is like there's so much love but outside of that in the world like there's so much hate so it kind of makes you like wonder okay you know the rest of the world sees me this way and these people are all amazing and say i love you every time i see them and like all that like what the fuck? right i get that i mean yeah i'm not saying it's in the whole hardcore scene i'm yeah. just saying like in our group everyone when we get together like everyone hugs each other yeah. everyone when you leave everyone says i love you like it's <sighs> that that is a nice fulfilling feeling yeah um i mean obviously you know like people have self-doubt you know and you know that i mean to me yeah i have self-doubt but like Mm -hmm. i'm not stupid you know i don't think you know i don't think uh, you know half the shit i say about myself is true okay you know like but you know it does get to a point where like you know i've been telling myself these things where like i've been you know like not to like do the whole pity me thing but like i was bullied so and i always heard like horrible things about me and you know no i know you know so i think that stuff like has like an impact on you know when you get older yeah so well because if you know all these people said it repeatedly you i mean start to believe it that honestly makes you a more humble human being if you think that what somebody else is saying could possibly be true because Mm -hmm. if you walk through life you know, thinking you're this one way and people try and, I mean, obviously bullying isn't criticism, but like people try and like give you tips, criticism mm-hmm. or whatever. And you're like, no, nah, you're fucking dumb. I'm going to do my thing. Mm-hmm. Like it makes you a better person yeah. to like hear people. You oh, just definitely. can't hear bullshit. <clears throat> definitely. But uh, no, I just, you know, the thing about going live on Instagram and YouTube is you have to tell the truth or you get locked in a Siberian prison. I have it all worked out. With the <laughs> Siberian p- prison. It's, you know what? I'm going to make myself sound really dumb if I ask this question, so I'm going to skip over that. No, just ask the question. Is Siberia a country? <laughs> <laughs> is it? Or is it like one of those like... Yugoslavia, like it's not a country. I think it is a country. Is it? I think so, yeah. Because I know there's like, there's China, right? Yeah. And then there's Mongolia. It's like in that nook of China. Mm -hmm. Is okay. Would somebody please make a comment and tell us? (laughs) That's probably going to be Dakota. Somebody tell us if Siberia is a country. Who the fuck? I guess I could look it up on my phone. Griffith says, Griffith's sister said, "My yes, my angel." Yeah, thank you so much, you? Blythe. Huh? She's talking about you, or she's talking about me? Wait, did she say angels? No, she just said angel, single. Angel, singular. Uh, I'm gonna go with you. Did somebody say something on YouTube? Oh, it, 
Somebody said I can't hear that well. Uh, unfortunately, the volume is up as loud as it can go on the interface. Uh, yeah, I'm not 100% sure. We could, I get, no, nah, I don't want to mess with it. And then uh, Tiffany said, it says her uh, message was rejected. What? Yeah. It shouldn't be. Very interesting. You know what? YouTube Live, and they're probably going to shut down the podcast because I'm going to say this, but they have fucked me so many <laughs> times. I'll be halfway through a podcast and it just goes, okay, you're done now. Uh, let me just make sure the comments are... It's part of Russia. So it's uh, oh, so... Siberia. I was like, I thought she was talking about Russia is the reason she can't leave a comment. Wow, Tiffany, I can't believe you're still watching. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Uh, Tiffany's actually my manager at work. Is your manager? Yeah, she's my manager. That's awesome. It's always cool when, like, your people at work, like, support what you're doing. Right. But, uh, because, like, if you're not going to college, you're not going to high school, those are the main people that you're around. So if they're not supporting you, you're like, all right, I'm alone in the world. Uh, But anyway... On YouTube Live, Instagram Live, you have to tell the truth or you get locked in a Siberian prison and you have to be upside down. They hang you by your ankles and then a big guy comes in a couple times a day, lifts you up so you can get you know the blood out of your head and then just drops you back lets down. you swing back down. And you kind of just swing like a pendulum. See, the thing about Siberia... <laughs> is it's at this weird, like it's not totally level, so it's like that ball thing that goes back and forth. Yeah, it's just... So you're in this continuous swing in Siberia until that guy comes in and looks you... (laughs) (sighs) I've gone too far, but you have to tell the truth on YouTube Live. By law, Russian law, but... I've never never, uh, been on YouTube Live. Yeah, I had never done it until I started this, and uh, I dig it. Not a lot of, you know what, not a lot of people watch YouTube anymore. Yeah. Like I feel like select people will look things up on YouTube, but I feel like videos are just so accessible on right. Facebook. Like, they start playing when you're scrolling, you know what I mean? Um, it's kind of like hurt YouTube's feelings. Uh, what did Tiffany say again? He's my best friend. He's helped me more than he will ever know. Hey. See, you're fucking amazing. Uh, I want to so, go that far. I'm just, I'm, a, I'm an advocate. I'm an advocate for uh, self, self uh, help. Yeah. You know. Well, whatever. just uh, self forwarding, pushing yourself forward, yeah. making yourself a better person. You know, sometimes though, you got to do that for yourself. Yeah. I mean, or else your friend that has a podcast will put your head through a speaker. You know, I don't really suffer very much anymore. You know, uh, (laughs) I'm not very depressed anymore. Uh, I I do get, you know, my bouts, you know, like uh, the other days in a couple days, you know, Mm -hmm. I've been pretty upset, but you know, yeah, I mean, all you can do is really push forward, become a better person, no matter what that means. Yeah. I think you know what I mean. You've you've grown a lot in the time I've known you. Okay, 
don't act like when we played that first day of five fail EP release, you big leaked me. I did. You big leaked me fucking <laughs> hard. I was like, hey man, that was a good set. Like, I don't know. I like hardcore. Like, yeah, I'm in an indie band. You were like, thanks. And you like kept walking, and I was like, he's he's a hardcore guy. He's too big for me. Too good for me. I don't think. I don't think that I you was. You probably were like every bad show I've ever played where someone says you did a good job and you're like, okay, go fuck yourself. <laughs> All right, later. thanks. Yeah, no, I think it was yeah. honestly because um, we were loading out, you know. I would never, well, dude, you were the vocalist. Yeah, but I was the one vocalist that helped. Oh. Yeah, so you every other vocalist just kind of stands by the an side. anomaly the right word? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so. One in a million. Yep, that's me. Damn. Uh, Would I, you say that music helped you with your depression? depression? Oh, yeah. Like kind of fusing the two conversations together. Yeah. Um, I think music is a big help, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, even, you know, even the shit that's just, like, really depressing. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's comforting to know that, like, even though, all, even though like, you look up to, like, all mm-hmm. these, you know, artists and, yeah. like... <clears throat> Like you just you look up to them, and you see them as this like God or whatever. You know they yeah. s- they feel they feel the same feelings that you feel. Yeah. And I, I think that's comforting to know. Um, it helps you through a lot. You know. Yeah. Um, I know that was like when I first started listening to If I Fail. Yeah. Um, for instance, you know, I mean, I listened to If I Fail before me and Colin were like really like you know, close. Yeah. And like, I listened to his lyrics and I was like, damn. Yeah. You know, like, I went to one of their like early band practices before they played at Skatuary. Because oh, damn. at the time I was hanging out with Andy Woodson. Oh God. He's, you know, he, yeah. Andy Woodson. He's, he's a, he's a good drummer. He's a, he's a he's phenomenal a drummer. drummer. Um, and he's a human. I'm not going to say anything bad about him, but, uh, yeah, I, and that was the one and only time I ever hung out with him, which is kind of like weird in mm-hmm. a fate sense, but like he took me to that band practice and like I was the only one he knew, so I just kind of sat there. Right. But like after I heard that, like when the EP came out, I started jamming it, but like I didn't know Colin or Marcus or Patrick or Greg. Right. And now... I couldn't imagine my life without all those right. people. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, I think I think music does help depression, you know. Yeah. Like even like I said, even the, you know, shitty music that's just like it oh, yeah. sounds horrible. Well, and it know? just it makes your hair stand up on your arms when like exactly how you're feeling comes out of somebody else's right. mouth cuz you're like, "All right, so I'm not the only one feeling this." Yeah. And like here is some beautiful music around that that you know because i feel like a lot of the bands i mean there's a lot of bands who have um you know sadder lyrics but there's a lot of bands who have that the sadder lyrics but show that there's a like being as an ocean for instance they have some like sad stuff but it also says that like there's a way out of that there's a way to uh you know be mentally healthier um, and just, you know, be a better person. Yeah, dude. Depression. Do you like as an ocean? I do. Um, I, 
I mean, I used to like them a lot more. Their first two albums yeah, their were first, like my favorite. I mean, um, there's a couple songs on the, I think it's their newest. I can't. Yeah. I don't know, but there's a couple songs on the newer album that's like really good, like catchy. Yeah. It's definitely different um, music yeah, than what they were putting like out. Electronic but, elements, but it's and... still really good, you know. Oh yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Joel, I'm gonna butcher his last name, Cortuccio, I think is how you say his last name. Uh, that guy is, and I'm like just a beautiful human being. The couple times I met him, like so humble told him like i loved his music and he was just like so humble always got a smile on his face exactly and like have you ever had those conversations with like some musicians like at their merch table or you like are talking to them in the venue and they just like take one step back every like two minutes Mm -hmm. you know like they're trying to get away from you like him and the guys from Set Your Goals, the singers from Set Your Goals, were like the two people I've talked to that were in like big bands that I looked up to that like didn't act like they right. had somewhere better to be. I hate so, that shit. Yeah. It, I don't know. And that's, that's a beautiful thing too about not listening to super popular music, I guess, is you get to meet all these people. And that's another thing too. Yeah. Like you hear their lyrics that makes you feel like you're not alone but then you like meet Meet these people and you talk to them and like you hang out with them and you learn like oh they're they get sick they have you know fights with their girlfriends like right they go go through all the same stuff depression fucking yeah just everything that you you know they piss and shit too yeah so to speak Uh, some of them some of them yeah Yeah. i don't uh okay that's false i was gonna say i don't think women poop I told myself that for the longest time. Don't know why. I can't tell you why. But uh, I've come to terms with the fact that everybody poops. I feel like when you've been with someone for, you know, as long as you have, yeah. it's not even, it's not even you like know. a, yeah, yeah, it's just not even like a factor anymore. No. So off topic. So oh, off. What topic? Okay. <laughs> just so random. That was so yeah. random. Dude, that's what this podcast is about. It's random. fun. How do you feel? What are you thinking about? I'm thinking about poop. Okay, I'm not like really thinking about poop, but the... I'm thinking about poop. (laughs) The nature of poop, how everybody does it. All right, so going back to the music. Yes. um, And, you know, I guess I'm trying to think of how to phrase this because... Like we said, music was a big part of your life. Has helped you. When uh, when did you start your first band in Denver? Oh, um, or what was your first band in Denver? It's not really Denver, but um, the first time I was ever noticed in like the Denver scene or like mm-hmm. you know Colorado Springs was with uh, Here Lies the Difference. Remember them? Okay. No. No? Well, not everyone heard of them, obviously. Yeah. We weren't, like, big, but... Yeah. Um, that was the first time I had ever gotten noticed. Yeah. Was because... It was, like, a more serious... Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> they actually had a following. It was London Bell, mm-hmm. who's now playing guitar for uh, Fortune's Fool. Oh, nice. Shout out. They're awesome. I huh? I know who they are. Yeah, no, they're fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's... Okay, this is... If I get this wrong... It's going to look stupid, but is that the one with the female vocals? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Phoenix Herrera is her name. 
That's her name? Yeah. That's well, awesome. You, you know, she's, I mean, she's got another name, like an actual name, but I, I'm not going to say it because I don't know. Well, oh, okay. I don't know if she's like comfortable if with it being out there. out there. But uh, what is Phoenix Herrera? Did you just make up that shit? No, that's her. Like that's what she goes by. She goes oh, by Phoenix. Like a stage name. No, it's not a stage name. Like well, she goes you know by. What? I'm so fucking confused. It's okay. Well, <laughs> like she's got. Go back to here lies the difference. Okay, so that was the first time I ever like was established. And, and what were you doing in that? Band? I was first. I was playing bass, and then I did vocals. Okay. And I was playing bass for like I think three four months okay and then their vocalist decided to leave and we kind of decided from going you know, we, we, we wanted to stray away from being like this metalcore like this metalcore band uh to yeah. more like heavy like acacia strain kind mm-hmm. of heavier you know hardcore stuff yeah um and then that's when i became the vocalist and the other vocalist was like okay bye you know and like the guitarist mm-hmm. left so we one of the other guitarists left, so it was when I first joined. It was AJ Borel, uh, Ryan Borel, London Bell. That's a lot of L's. A lot of L's. Um, and then Nick Novacic and me, and so we were five piece. And then AJ and Ryan both left. They're brothers. So we. Okay. It was just me, London, and Nick. Mm-hmm. And uh, then we counted this other dude in named Justin Carter. I don't know if you ever heard that name. I don't think so. Sometimes I have a terrible time with names, but like I see the face and I go, oh yeah, I know that person. Yeah. I love that person. Facebook makes you think you know so many more people than you actually do. I think I have like over 2,000 friends on Facebook and I just like, I don't know who any of you are. But that's the thing is like, okay, so these people who you're not friends with or like don't know personally... They friend you, and then you see their posts about their feelings and what they go through and, like, specific things mm-hmm. about them. And then you, like, see them out in public, and you go, oh, I know them. Mm, not quite, but I know them. I, I know. I, know I see what they them. post. I could strike up a conversation. Right. Yeah. It's weird. Social media is weird. Social weird. media is the... Uh, Do you think it'll ever crash? Social media? No. Yeah. I think it'll just... I think it's just going to keep going and going and going. Yeah. And I think one day it's just going to, it's not going to really be social media. It's just going to be our lives. Yeah. That's just, just going to be media. Yeah. It's just going to be us. Yeah. That's like, we're not ever going to leave the house. We're just going to spend all of our time on phones and not whatever me, else. Not me, dude. Not me. I started playing uh, this game for those of you who don't know. It's called Kendama. Uh, no idea. Actually, I have one right here. Uh, feast your eyes upon this. Oh. If you're watching on youtube or instagram it's this little doohickey right here and i'm obsessed with it why don't you just like throw it and it's a it's a it's a ball on a string you unwrap it it has cups you get it in (coughs) i would i would need to do a separate podcast just to explain what it is but basically this is the reason i don't sit on facebook and instagram for as long as i used to Mm. and it helps with my eye hand coordination interesting Brought to you by Sweet Kendama. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I just pretend that I'm sponsored by everybody. You know, you're Yeah, where's your here. Bing sponsorship? Is that still happening? <sighs> that is a conversation for another day, my friend. All right. 
Well, anyway. I feel like I sounded like a dick there. No, you didn't. It's not, it's just, I don't know. You don't know where to. Yeah, it's, I love Bing. I still drink Bing. Uh, The sponsorship thing is just different now. So. I understand. uh, But yeah, I still love and support Bing because they're Colorado local. Are they really? Yeah, they're out of Lakewood. Interesting. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, baby. Hmm. Yeah. So, uh, here lies the difference. Yes. And then after here lies the difference, um, I was in that band for like a year or two. Yeah. And we were playing shows. We played a couple like bigger shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, we played live, loud, and local in uh, Colorado Springs like five years ago, six years ago. Actually, that's how I, that's how I uh, really got to know Colin was yeah. through that band. Because uh, I remember we'd always be playing shows and I'd always see like, you know, darkly shirts around and yeah. everything. I was like, wow, that's cool. Like, what is that? You know, like, mm-hmm. and then London was like, oh, well, it's actually, you know, this clothing line. And um, like, we actually all thought that Patrick was the one that ran it. Really? Yeah. Everyone thought that like Colin was Patrick. Okay. Just so, that the creator was Patrick. Yeah. So, yeah. <clears throat> um, a lot of people have asked me if Darkly was a band. No. No, it comes from a book, I believe. It does? I think I've so. never known the meaning behind it. I, I think it comes from a book, actually. Yeah. Which book? I don't know. You like books, Taylor? I don't. You read books? Nope. What about a Kindle? Not technically a book, mm, but I mean, a book. I mean, my mom has a Kindle. <laughs> <laughs> my mom has a Kindle? Does your mom have a Kindle? I mean, I've never, I don't know, I was never a big fan of reading. No, I know. That's Unless besides the point. I don't know why I got so deep on it. I don't either. But uh, you met Colin that way, seeing Darkly uh, playing shows with Realize yeah. the Difference. And then uh, we would always try and get him out to sell Darkly at our shows. Yeah. Because we thought it was like really cool. It is Which, cool. Yeah, it, it was really cool. You know, I mean, no, it still is. You're not hardcore unless you live hardcore. Yeah, and Colin was hardcore and so was Darkly. So, um, yeah, that's how I know. That's how I... Uh, Got involved with Colin. Mm-hmm. Um, but then um, after that, kind of moved back to Fort Collins for a while. And then yeah. uh, like came back. I, I don't know how long it was. I came back and I was living with um, the time of Here Lies the Difference. I was living with uh, Justin and his girlfriend. And we were like, I don't know. I wasn't paying rent. Didn't have my life together. Didn't have a job. Nothing. You know, so basically, like, I would, I would put myself in these shitty situations yeah. just to be part of, like, music, you know? Yeah. Um, that's how important music was, or is to me, you know? That's amazing. Um, I mean... A lot of people are afraid to take that jump, so that's, like, it's a big jump for right. an unsure thing, but you're passionate about that right, unsure yeah. thing. I mean, I went everywhere for that band. Like, uh, yeah. London used to live up in Summit County. Okay. So, like, I would yeah. go up there, you know, even for, like, weeks at a time and just, like, practice, play with them and, like, yeah. um, write music, just everything. And then, That's you know, commitment. yeah, putting, I mean, I didn't even have a car. Like, I didn't have a, I didn't have a, I didn't have a car until I was, like, I think until I was, like, 23, man. Yeah. RT Mama D. Yeah. Pretty RTD much. Mama. RTD Mama. Um, but no, I had a lot of friends that had cars, so like they would yeah. come and get me and stuff like that. And, um, but yeah, that was like my first jump into like the actual like music scene. Was yeah, you good? Uh, yeah, I just didn't. Yeah, was with uh, 
realized the difference. That was like my first jump into the music scene. And then, you know, from there on it like <clears throat> progressed. I went back to Fort Collins and um, when I came back from Fort Collins and started trying to like live again in Denver, like I yeah. was just couch hopping, you know, like pretty much, like I said, I didn't get my life together until about three or four years ago. So yeah. like I was couch hopping all, all the way up until like I was like 23. Yeah. And then me and Griffith moved in together and like, nice. um, but before all that, I was in this band called Riverdale with Caleb Kurtz, Colin Kurtz. That's the first time I met you. Yeah. Oh yeah, that You're is. In Riverdale. Yep. Um, I remember that. Um, cause that's when I big lead you. That's right. Like, oh. You big leagued the hell out of me. I thought, I thought you were cool, too cool for me, if we're being honest. Well, now I was we like, know. I was like, dude, this guy is way more attractive than me. Like, I'm just gonna keep walking. Keep... Yeah, that's what it was. I think. It's sweet um, tea. Thanks, man. <laughs> tea. Sweet tea. Sweet tea. Has anyone ever called you that? Nope. <laughs> coined it. Coined that nickname. <laughs> so if you call him I... Sweet Tea, just know that I, I, I think Instagram Live can only go for so long because oh. it like ended your live. Oh. How long ago did it do that? Oh, just, just like, like two seconds damn, ago. We had 22 viewers on that bitch. That is insane. That's why I told you to do it because uh, you have more fans. I actually you. don't. Um, Bullshit. Shut the fuck up. Uh, Riverdale. You were a vocalist in Riverdale. Mm-hmm. How long was that a band? Um, I want to say a little over two years. Okay. Uh, maybe, maybe probably actually less. Yeah. I just, I think... That whole time of my life was just like a blur because I was so I was so all over the place. Yeah, I was I was literally like couch surfing, like anywhere I could stay I would. Yeah, and I think there was a point in time where I was living like in a different place every couple of months. Damn. Or even weeks. Um, Do you feel like living with Griffith made you a better person? Living with Griffith I feel like definitely it made, me made me a better person. Yeah, Gr- living with Griffith definitely made me a better person. Yeah. Um, you know, like I learned a lot, not just from him, but just like in general. I think like yeah. living in that situation was like a big wake up call for me. And, yeah. you know, I realized that I can't be so selfish or I couldn't be so selfish. Mm-hmm. I actually made a post today on Facebook. I didn't see it. I'm sorry. You didn't? No. It's it was just a post saying, you know Oh, was it a really long one? I did yeah. I did see it though. Um but yeah, I, I, I just I, I think the experiences that I've gone through and like everything is yeah. I mean obviously yeah. You, the, everything you experience makes you into the person you are, but I yeah. I feel like I had such a late start in mm-hmm. life just because, you know, like I didn't necessarily have the best upbringing you know but it wasn't horrible either Mm it's just i was very rambunctious i was very like i didn't i didn't care you know about anything and i didn't care about my future so i blew everything off pretty much you know anything that my parents ever told me i was just like oh well fuck off you know like i'm gonna do my own thing anyway yeah you know and i still do do my own thing but well it's hard when you're younger you know as you get older, you're like, fuck, my mom was right about that. Yeah. But, like, at the time, you're like, how do you know? Right. You know what I mean? It, it just doesn't make sense that somebody would know, Yeah. you know, kind of what to tell you, I guess. And right. it's hard to, like, 
look at your future because your future is the weekend coming up. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I don't or know. Or what you're going to do when you get out of school. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I just, I didn't have the best guidance from my father either. Yeah. Um, like, he wasn't a good father. He just, he just wasn't, you know. Yeah. He was just there pretty much. Um, which is better, which is more than like a lot of people yeah. get, but like he just wasn't, he didn't guide me. So yeah. I essentially had to like, in that living situation with Griffith, like I essentially had to like learn everything. Yeah. Like right from wrong, like what mm-hmm. to do and what not to do, like yeah. with my money and everything. And Colin had a big part in that. And, you know, like if it wasn't for Colin, like there's a good handful of people. That, yeah. Like, if it wasn't for them, like, I wouldn't be sitting here today. I would be dead or, you know, homeless. Yeah. So, you know, I have a, I have those people to thank, you know. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like. Well, I thank those people, too. Yeah, those, I mean, I think. I those, think all your friends thank those people. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think every day, I don't know. I think I met a lot of people through even Griffith. I met, I think I met you through Griffith. I think so. I yeah. I mean, we played a show together, but I didn't. Yeah. I I think at that time I was really fucking selfish. I, didn't. I think the first time we actually sat down and talked was <clears throat> at Illegal Pete's, and what's I can't remember which time because I've eaten so many Pete's times so much, but uh, I just remember it was like. I thought it was cool, but I was just like kind of confused because obviously I seeing you around and Mm -hmm. stuff and then uh i think you were hanging out with colin and i showed up i think it was that night remember when he was complaining about his stomach and thought he might have to go to the hospital oh yeah do we need to go to the hospital he's nah and then he'd like complain about it and you'd be like all right we're going to the hospital and you go "Ah, no i don't think so right but i I think it was that that night because you came up to me and you gave me a hug and you're like how's it going and i was just like Oh. Different person. Sweet tea. How you doing? <laughs> God damn it, dude. Sweet, Sweet tea. Do you not like that? Shirt no, it's funny. Okay. it's funny. Okay. I can't believe I just came up with I it. I can't like believe that. I can't believe that either. Nobody's ever said that to me in my life. That's amazing. <laughs> I feel so stoked on myself you right should, now. You should. That's a good one. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I've met so many, like, different people. And, like, yeah. there's so many people that I've met, like, in the last couple of years that I met prior mm-hmm. and just thought I was like the biggest fucking asshole. Yeah. Like, because I, I used to be like a piece of shit, dude. Like, yeah, not even joking. Like I used to be, everybody has that. Yeah. You know, but hindsight's it, 2020. Yeah. I mean, it took me a long time to like really realize it though. I think yeah. people like, you know, Griffith and people like just really like everyone that I met through like the hardcore scene, really. I mean, those were all, What's going on? I'm not 100% sure. Oh, uh, Stacy Emily says to hit her up sometime. I don't know who that is. I don't know either. Is your friend seeing someone? If by the friend you're referring to me, uh, I am engaged to the love of my life. She's actually on episode number six. Oh, wow. Yes. I, d- I knew that, actually. When I, I wanted to have her on the podcast so that uh, I could get insight, because obviously I've never dated a musician, you know, right. and I know that I'm hard to deal with. So I just wanted to know Dude. from her point of view. 
every girl that I've been with has always complained about how hard it is to be with someone in my shoes. It's like, very difficult. Someone like just who's being like a musician, yeah, or? just like somebody yeah. who's like a musician and out in public a lot, like mm-hmm. or like is known well. You yeah. know, that's, well, that's <clears> one thing that Annika cracks up about is uh, I forget. Oh, we just went to the mall um, after Thanksgiving dinner, mm-hmm. like on Thanksgiving. And I just asked her because I was curious. I was like, what percent chance do you think we're going to run into somebody we know? And she says, you mean somebody you know? And she goes, uh, probably one in five. I think I said odds because mm-hmm. Griffith got me saying yeah. odds for everything now. Um, Who'd you run into? You know, somebody I didn't know. It was actually somebody because I was wearing my Darkly hoodie. Uh-huh. And she said, I think I know you or something. Like, is that your band? And she thought Darkly was a band. And I said, no, it was my buddy's clothing line. Um, but I played in a band called If I Fail. And I'm also in a band called The Backseaters. Mm-hmm. And she knew David and like she had seen mm-hmm. Darkly that way and all that stuff. So, Look at that. Darkly um, just bringing people together. Dude, it did. I thought I should have worn mine. Fuck. Um, it's okay. I have like all Darkly on right now. For those of you listening, he held up his Darkly chain, which is badass. When he put those out, I knew I had to have one. Dude, I I think I got mine for free. Perks of being. So yeah. <laughs> uh, no, that is that is cool. I. Bought a lot of Darkly. Yeah. But for the longest time, I didn't think I was cool enough to buy Darkly. Because I was like, here's all these hardcore kids. Like, they're badass. They're cool. Way tougher than me. I can't buy that shit. Everybody will think I'm a poser. And then I started buying Darkly. And, like, I still kind of feel that way about Outcast mentality. Because mm-hmm. it's like, I feel like the cool kids. Like yeah. The, Outcast the mentality. Cool kids. I, I like outcast mentality yeah. a lot. Um, What's your... Because um, Dakota said that it's not quite streetwear. It's more so like... It's kind of like a... Music slash streetwear. Yeah. Um, Samoan Rob, uh, he's the, he's the owner of outcast mentality. He, mm-hmm. um, he got his... <clears throat> he got his... I think he got his publicity for outcast mentality through his band, Crowd Deterrent. Oh, okay. I've heard of Crab Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I would consider it a streetwear, mm-hmm. you know, you know, even though it's not Did a they huge... play at that festival? Yeah. Okay. Um, like two years ago? No, not two. A year two, ago. A year ago. Yeah. At the Black Sheep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, they did. They were, like, headlining. That's right. But, uh, yeah, no, I, I, I would consider it for sure a streetwear brand. It's just not as, you know, big as it used to be. Yeah. Um... I don't know why. I just but. love that logo, the, the O slash M. Yeah, and like how they print it huge yeah. on shirts. Because I like big, I either like really small and subtle or I like whole shirt right. logos. Dude, I'm yeah. terrified to get my whole torso tattooed. Oh my God, let's talk about that. Literally the whole thing. You know who I was talking to today about being on the podcast? Who? Uh, Brad Anderson. He's That's who's doing it. Yeah? Yeah. That's who's he doing my... He's an amazing tattoo artist. He is. And, like, Brad, if you're watching this or if you listen to this, I know we've talked about it a bunch, but 100%, I want to be tattooed by you. You do amazing work. Have you seen the work he's done on my right arm? 
This is my the first time I ever started getting tattoos. Like three years ago. I've it's like seen it's almost it. a half sleep. I'll just I'll just really? show you. All right. It's all right. So you have two hoodies on. Yes, I have together and darkly. Together, together. Yeah. Woo! I almost let that that shirt slip. That nip. That, yeah. No, well, look. we may curse on this podcast, but there is no nudity. Darkly. Yeah, that's... Yeah, Have you I ever seen think, that? No, I don't think so. It's just James and the Giant Peach. It's this, the house yeah. from James and the Giant Peach and the Rhino Cloud. Yeah, I like Actually, how artistic. Like, it looks like, almost like a painting. Yeah, no lining, just all shading. That's amazing. Actually, oh, one more, one dollar for this. One, just one dollar. Why? Uh, Please tell me you tipped him. Oh, no. no that was before I had morals uh, and oh, uh, okay. respect. Yeah. Well, it's good that you know the difference now. Yeah. People listening and watching tip your fucking tattoo artist because... That's how they make a living. Well, it's how they make a living, but like, just think about it. They go through this rigorous process of learning how to draw, and then beyond that, you got to learn how to do it on skin. And you gotta practice and practice and practice. So, like, this is someone who spent a lot of time to be able to give you this permanent, beautiful piece of artwork that you're gonna have on your body for the rest of your life. And the least you can do is throw them at least twenty percent. Oh yeah, when I I'm paying like I'm I'm paying like four hundred for mm-hmm. my whole like torso, but yeah. I'm also. For the outline, or yeah, it's just the outline. Yeah. We're fuck. Dude. That's gonna be a long day, dude. It's gonna be like seven hours, oh. but I'm gonna tip him like fifty percent. Yeah. Cause. Cause there's no part about that that I've heard is okay. Pleasant. Like, maybe like right on your like breast, but as far as like your stomach, I've heard that sucks. Your sternum sucks. I mean, I got my little anchor right there that kind of flirts mm. with my sternum and then I have uh, an umbrella over here that you know flirts with uh, my collarbone and flirting my tattoos flirting. are flirty but they're not you know dude I am right on the money. I'm not excited about that yeah but the face tattoo came along and I was like well fuck did that hurt yeah like I mean bad. it wasn't it wasn't as bad as some of my tattoos I yeah. mean definitely what's your most painful tattoo probably my shin Really? Yeah. Just because it, we did it all in one session, mm-hmm. coloring and lining, and he was just so heavy-handed and blew out my... Yeah. My, he just, did Dakota do it? Yeah. Okay. Um, that was when he was, like, freshly, like, yeah. starting. Also, I'm sorry, Dakota, that I never got to be tattooed by you, but when you come back to Denver, I'm sure he'll be back. Um, yeah. Possibly. Uh, I, he, uh, went, he went back to Nebraska where he's from, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, if you ever come back, I'd be done to that, tattooed by you. That's a conversation for another time as well. <laughs> um, secrets. <laughs> yeah, secrets. Just kidding. Not, it just doesn't pertain to this conversation. Can you uh, can you talk by yourself for a couple more, like for like two minutes? You got to go potty again? Yeah. I have a really small <laughs> bladder, man. You know what? This time we'll actually be able to have a conversation because I'm not going to be fucking with the volume levels. Uh, you know what? I'm really excited to have Brad Anderson on the podcast because he's another one of those people that just 
fucking breathes positivity. Like when you're with him, he just gives you that sense of like not only positivity, but just like an energy. He puts off this energy that makes you feel like I'm stoked to be alive and like I kind of want to be a better person. Um, and he's just a beautiful human being. Like he, so I've been told that I have a type of guy. Um, you know, I'm engaged to a woman, but like I can say this guy is a good looking man. There's nothing wrong with that. And I can say Brad is technically, he fits into my type, which I guess is that chiseled jawline, good hair, just like, you know, solid looking dude, you know? So he will definitely boost the views on YouTube because I'll be like, here's this handsome man for the podcast. Uh, looks like there's a new comment there. The one with the hat. Oh, Taylor. Yeah, not me. Uh, you know, I'm not sure what his relationship status is. Um, so I'm not going to say. Maybe that's a conversation for another day. I'm not 100% sure. But uh, his Instagram handle is in will be in the description of this video and also on the Apple Podcast and Google Play description. So you can ask him yourself. They were talking about you. Who? I came across as a narcissistic asshole when they asked if your friend was seeing anyone. I thought they were referring to you because I didn't know that that was... I don't know what I thought. You know what? I, and I came across as a narcissist because I was like, oh, no, I, I'm seeing somebody and I didn't assume that it was you. Well, so. I mean, this is your podcast. I would be the friend. Your yeah, friend? but okay. So They're addressing you and Stacey, asking. Stacey, you, this is your first time commenting. So I thought you were watching because you knew Taylor and you were talking about me. But Taylor... Uh, I, I, I don't know who you are, but... I, mean, I told her that she can DM you on Instagram or that that might be a conversation for another day. Yeah, another day. That's my favorite new saying now. Uh, on the conversation. podcast when I ask somebody something and I can see the fear set in their eyes and they're like, uh, I'll uh, just go, for another day what is what, what 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 how do I get out of this? Uh you just hit share and it'll go to your story. Oh I see. Yeah. Um so yeah, I was just telling everybody how I'm excited to have Brad Anderson on the podcast. So Oh my butt itches, dude. You ever get that? Where you sit? It happens. For a while? Yeah. yeah. It's weird. It's I just... get itchy all over my body. Like not all at the same time, but like you know, I get itches. Just like everybody pooping. Yeah, everybody yeah. itches. Everybody itches in the butt. Yeah. If you if you have nerve <laughs> endings in your butt, on your butt, then you will get itchy for sure. Oh, man. Uh, All right. What else you got for me? That was my first time looking at my notes. Hey, also. That means this conversation is going well. How long? What's the longest? Um, what's the longest uh, podcast, podcast you've done? I think two hours or two and a half hours. Nice. I'm not 100% sure. Why are you looking at your phone? Hmm? Why are you looking at your phone? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's I was just, just checking notifications. Right I, was just... I know. That's the problem with going live on social media is you, you're there. Might as well check it. 
Um, no, I'm kind of interested in what are you listening to right now? Yeah. Oh, let's let, shall we look? Yeah. Oh my. Go ahead, give it a look. Give it a look. A little look. See. Actually, um, I've been listening to a lot of throwback stuff. Um, yeah, like how throwback? Like, you ever heard of the band American Me? No. They're stupid heavy, but yeah. this album came out in 2012. So that's okay. pretty throwback. <clears throat> um, I've been listening to Cal Fu from Colorado. Or no, Pueblo. actually from Pueblo. Shout out to Cal Fu. They are incredible live. They're insane. Yeah, I've they, seen them live twice, I believe. Um, they played at that Herman's show, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah. They also played at Colin's Benefit. Yes. Yes. I've seen them live twice and they, yeah. Blow, they, the first time I ever saw them was at... Uh, the that weird little venue in uh Berthed? No, not Berthed. What am I saying? Um Brighton. Okay. It was uh hangers anyway. Okay. Basically a house show. It was really cool. Oh, is that the one where they filmed parts of yeah. the music video? Okay. Yeah, the that music video. <laughs> um uh but, by Ginger Ale. Coca-Cola. Oh, you can't actually show it. Oh. Damn. Okay. I don't know if you can actually show it know. or not. Um, but. Kalfu. Kalfu. Um, I've also been listening to, let's see here. The next time they play in Denver, I should have them on the podcast. They also recorded with uh, Taylor Hong. Yep. Yeah. They're just super tight live. I've been listening to a lot of Alice Santa, too. I get in my little, uh, that album right there. Yeah. Um, Him for the Shameless. Yeah. Or no, the emptiness is the what emptiness. it's called. But the hymn for the shameless is my favorite song off that album. I like that one, and uh, the last song I think is Annabelle. Oh, that's uh, the you handed me a knife in my heart. Yep. And now the dream is over. I saw Alisana and a Skylight Drive. They did a tour together, and mm-hmm. I saw them at the Marquee, and like they played that song, and I was like, my sixteen-year-old like, heart can't take it. Yeah. I've been uh, um, on the way here. Actually, I was this listening. conversation is over. Is my favorite Alice Santa song though. This conversation is over. Yeah, I think Ambrosia or Apology is my. Okay. Those are my two faves. Are and, they still making music? Um, no, they are not. Oh, okay. They, I think they, they had a good run though. They had like. Oh yeah. They were around for a while. Um, I've been getting back into the Ghost Inside. I just recently started picking them back up again. Yep. Too. I feel like they're about to tour again. I feel like I think so too. Andrew Kaichek, the drummer, yep, been playing so insane, so he, good. Uh, for those who don't know, they're like a, a like a post hardcore hardcore band, um, kind of along the same lines as Stick to Your Guns. But they were in a tour bus accident, and the drummer lost his leg, his right leg, which generally you use for the kick drum Mm -hmm. and he they fashioned this little um contraption to where he can move his whole thigh and uh he can hit the kick drum and he has speed um you know the attack the accuracy like it's incredible he's there he's ready yeah it's he's made a Incredible recovery. We're back yes. on live. We're back on live. Hey. Um, Should I go back on live too? 
How's your phone battery? Oh, yeah, I forgot that's when yeah. I turned off. <laughs> Dude, where would I be without you? I don't know, man. Uh, trying to go back on live. Yeah. <laughs> Letting my phone die live. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the ghost inside. I've also been listening. Um, have you heard of the band I Am? I've heard of them, yeah, yeah. They just dropped a new album. It's really okay. heavy. If you like that, like, thrashy, like, dive bomby, like, meow, shit, it's really fucking awesome. I'll have to check it out. I, that was a really horrible description. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but I also like, um, I also like a lot of, like, pop music. Yeah. Um, like, uh, about that. Khaled. Or I, don't, I don't know how you say his name. DJ Khaled? Yeah. Not DJ Khaled, just Khaled. But he's got this song with uh, Halsey. Yeah, I think, I don't know. I'm not sure. You're asking the wrong fucking person. I don't know, but... Comment if you know. Is Khaled and DJ Khaled different? Or are they the same? Or I don't have any... Is when he's like rapping and singing? Because like usually he just says his name on a track. DJ Khaled. So if he actually has a verse, is he just Khaled? Yeah, well... Oh, that was quick. Two different people. Okay, well, I've been listening. Really? I've been listening to Khaled, the singer. Um, okay. He's got this single with uh, Halsey. Mm-hmm. Ha- or Halsey. What She's pretty talented. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> East Side, it's called. It's a good one. Okay. It's a good song. I'll have to check it out. Um, which has led me to start listening to him more as like an artist yeah. on his own. So he's pretty good. Um, Black. 6-L-A-C-K. Black. He's a rapper. You don't like, you don't have, don't you? I, I figured you, out of all people, would have like a very wide. I do. You're just naming all the ones I don't know. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, I listen That's to a lot. That's a popular yeah. pop artist? Yeah, yeah. He's pretty popular. I mean, I'm sure if I heard one of his songs, I might know it. I just, I don't listen to the radio, not on purpose, just because my phone automatically starts playing music when I get in the car, so. Hmm. What oh do you ever I mean, is it like the same artist that plays when you start your car? No. My car used to do that. Mine does uh shuffle. Ah. Yeah. My car used I used to get in and it would like start and I it'd be like the same artist every time. Yeah. Same song. Like yeah. the first is it like the first song alphabetically yep. in your yep. Yeah. It does that in like some people's cars. Mm-hmm. Um, but not mine. What about you? What are you listening to? What am I listening to? Well, currently, I made a Happy Songs playlist hmm. because yesterday I woke up with the song Me and Julio Down by the Schoolyard by Paul Simon. Okay. Me, me and Julio Down by the Schoolyard. Don't know the song. Uh, it's an older song, but I woke up with it stuck in my head, and it's a very like popular, upbeat song, and it started off my day in just such a beautiful tone that I was like I want to feel this all day so I'm going to make a happy songs playlist so it had uh, Paul Simon on it it had Wagon Wheel the old Crow Medicine show version um, it has Bang Bang by Dispatch oh, The nice. Joker by Steve Miller oh Steve Miller um, yeah just a bunch of that but I also started listening to uh, a kind of like technical I think I told you about them like technical like kind of post hardcore band called Napoleon 
I've I've heard the name, never yeah. heard music. From oh them. my god, their instrumentation is perfect. Like, there's one guitar player, and like he shreds, but it's like not an unnecessary amount. Right, it's like and beautiful. The drummer is super technical, and uh, yeah, just their songs are incredible. But uh, yeah, mostly mostly just that. Um, I was listening to. Uh, popular artist his name is juice world okay he's in that midsection between soundcloud rapper and oh boy. mainstream because he did an album with uh future okay he did like a full album or an ep with future um so he's like bridging that gap but he's like kind of emo rap oh like suicide boys no more melodic than that. oh i see um i'll show you after the podcast but like he's just I don't know. He's got a good flow, a good vibe. He doesn't write any of his lyrics down. He freestyles oh, he just, them and remembers them. Damn, uh, that's yeah, talent. There's a video of him on YouTube. It's an hour-long freestyle that he does. Jesus Christ. Yeah. like He's he's talented, and he can sing. Um, but yeah, that's, that's about it right now. I'm just really digging my happy songs playlist. <laughs> that's good. Uh, we all need a little happy. Um, oh, yeah. I force it on myself. I've been listening to a lot of like uh, Christmas music. Yeah, I'm like one of those What's people. What's your that's... favorite Christmas music? Oh, it like was artist a artist or album. I can't remember her name. Um, Mariah Carey. No. <laughs> I. Uh, it's she. It's old. It's old music. It's, yeah. Um, I forgot what her name is, but it was like one of those artists that like. I don't know. It's like it's older. Is it like more jazzy? Yeah, but like, it's like, I don't know, fast piano, like, uh-huh. I don't know how to explain oh. it. Do you like the uh, Charlie Brown Christmas album? I do, actually. That is my all-time favorite Christmas album. I can listen to it front to back. Uh, it just makes me so happy every time I hear it. I think, I don't know, this year, especially Christmas music has been like a big thing to me. Yeah. Because, I mean... Colin, you know, Colin's favorite. I don't know, man. Everything everything lately has been... Was getting, that his favorite? He loved yeah. Christmas music? He loved Christmas music. I did not know that. Everything lately, man, has just been... Like, I mean, I guess just for, like, the three month, last three months has been, mm-hmm. like, been drawn back to Colin in somehow, or yeah. in some way, you know? So, but, I don't know. Uh, you know, for the last couple of years, him and I have, like, spent, you know, at least some part of Christmas together, you know? Yeah. And, like... His he loved Christmas. He was that was his favorite. Yeah. Like he loved Christmas I had no music. Idea. Yeah, he loved Christmas music, and that's why I can't remember um, the the song or the artist because it was like an artist that he showed me. Mm-hmm. But I had heard this. I mean, if you heard the song, you'd be like, "Oh yeah, I've totally heard that before." Yeah, um, and I'm not gonna sing it because I don't want to do that. You don't want to give it a try? No. Couple bars. Um, the lyrics. Know. The lyrics are, uh, well, one of the songs is called No One Should No One Ought to Be Alone on Christmas. Mm-hmm. It's like from like the 60s or 50s. That's like or, my, I love that era of music. Same. Like that was, that, that's another thing. Like I, I love like older music like that. Yeah. Like Best era of jazz by far. I, I wasn't a really big jazz person. Yeah, I but, fucking love jazz. Yeah. I mean, it's good. I can appreciate it. It's mm-hmm. just not my, my thing. <clears throat> Um, what, but, uh, yeah. So Christmas music has been a big thing for me. Do you me. like Christmas movies too? Do you yeah. watch them all? Like, I love, um, A Christmas Story. That's my shit. 
That's the one I don't like. What? I don't Dude, like that one. I'm one of those people that like wakes up the day after Thanksgiving and is like, it's Christmas. You know, really? Like, yeah. See, I Christmas starts on December 1st for me. And like I was okay with watching Elf the other day. What? Where's that? Huh? Is that on Netflix? Uh, no, I think we watched it on DVD both times we watched it. Yeah, 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 because uh, Annika and I watched it two days in a row. I love that. Um, but Elf is okay before December, but like I can't watch The Grinch before December. Okay. But I love I The can Grinch, see that. Charlie Brown Christmas. Um, every now and then we'll do Nightmare Before Christmas, Halloween, and Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, those are my favorites. Home Alone. Home Alone like was Home a good Alone. one. Uh, the first one. Yeah, the first one. I, I don't know about the second one. The second one's all right. It's too much. Too much. Too much? I don't know. Simple. Yeah. yeah, the first, they, I don't know. Frozen dinners and. Frozen uh, dinners. Yeah. Oh, man, that. Yeah, I don't know. Christmas is just a magical time of year. It is. I. What, what do you want for Christmas? What Jake? do I want yeah. for Christmas? Other than more kendamas? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was a big thing I asked for this year. Uh. You know, not much. This is the first year. I mean, obviously, there's musical things that I want and need. But, like, this year, I just mostly, like, this is my brother's first. No, I guess he's had Christmas at home, I think. Um, But, like, my brother just got out of the Army. And he was at Fort Campbell in Kentucky. So, like, this is the first time he's technically, like, living home for Christmas. So, like, everybody's going to be here. And I'm just, like, really stoked about that. Hell, yeah. Um, I, but, yeah, mostly kendamas. I think the only thing I really, really wanted for Christmas... Your two front teeth. Yeah. <laughs> um, actually, it was... What'd she say? Darlene Love, question mark? Yes, question mark? that's... that. Wow. Yes, that is... That Tiffany is, looking out for you. Looking out for us. Thank you for answering our questions that we wonder about. Yes, that is actually exactly who I was talking about. Really? Yes. That's crazy that she knew that. Yeah, it's because I've been playing it at work. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Um, Not that crazy, I guess. I mean, she knows it too, I'm sure. Yeah. But um, I think the only thing I really, really wanted, mm-hmm. like, and it's so stupid and just like, what, what's what's the word? Basic? No. It's not basic. It's it's super expensive. Oh. Um, and just like. Oh, what's the, the fucking GoPro? word? Huh? GoPro? No. For what? What would I use a GoPro for? Oh, fuck. Life. <laughs> um, Start a vlog. The crazy life of sweet tea. Oh, God. Crazy life of sweet tea. The adventures of sweet tea. It was materialistic. Materialistic was the word I was looking for. Uh, it was an Apple Watch. Yeah? Yeah. They're, they're pretty cool. Everybody I know has one. Do you have one? Nope. You have, an, you have an iPhone, though, right? Yeah, I have an iPhone. You should get an Apple Watch. I just don't know. Like, I'm not a big fan of watches to begin with. Um, but, okay, watches, watches are more of, like, a fashion thing Dude. for me. Like, I have some Nixon watches. Nice. But that's, like, when I'm trying to look good. Like, a watch, it would just, like... Plus, I detail cars. It's a lot of water yeah. and chemicals. And so I'd really only wear it for, like, two hours a day. Yeah, and no, I get that. So. No, I, I think they're badass, though. I just want it so I don't have to pull my phone out every time I want to text somebody. 
Yeah. Or I can check my notifications or like track my health, for instance. Do you do that? Do you work out? I don't, but I, I mean, I have worked out, but mm-hmm. like, I just, I feel like I don't get, you know, yeah. the right amount of sleep. It'll track your sleep. It'll sleep track. is a big thing. It's very underrated. Like yeah. it's importance and like just the regularity that you need. How many hours? Seven hours is the minimum. Yeah. You should be getting more than seven hours because anything less than that is uh, you're taking, you know, you're taking uh, happiness away from life. There's some people, there's some people that like their internal clocks. Fucking do it. Their internal clocks, man. Like, you can run off of like six hours of sleep and be completely fine. And if you get more than seven, you know, yeah. or eight, you know, like you wake up feeling just like, Ugh. there's a podcast with Joe Rogan and a guy named Matthew Walker. I can't remember what episode number it is, but he's a neuroscientist and mm. like he specializes in sleep. Right. And that is one of the most educational podcasts I've ever listened to. I strongly suggest that anyone go and check it out. I would definitely like that. I used yeah. to, you know what podcast I really like? I don't really listen to it anymore. What? It's um, the Coast to Coast app. Uh, the, with Ryan Seacrest? No, Coast to Coast with oh. like uh, George Nuri. <clears throat> you don't know who that is. No. Um, so basically it's like, do you ever see that thing on YouTube about the guy calling in to Coast to Coast and he's like this ex like Area 51, Area 51 worker and calls in and he's like, okay. like, it's just, it's basically a podcast where people call in and they'll be like, that's oh, not yeah, a, like, the thing with Art Bell. Yeah, it? Art Bell. Okay, okay, yeah. That's that's then the old person. That's the old like yeah. post. Now it's yeah. George Nuri. Okay. I've always wanted to check that out. That's my favorite like podcast. Aliens and conspiracy theories. That shit is shit. crazy. But like, I can get pretty deep on it, and I have to pull myself out because then I get paranoid. Right. So <laughs> I don't get paranoid. I just accept it for what it is. Yeah. I, I mean, like. I got nothing to hide if the government wants to check my phone, watch my podcast. As long as you're watching it up front make sure government if you're watching the podcast watch it on regular youtube not secret youtube because like you know we need the viewers need the viewers to show yeah triangles illuminati oh you even have the like freemason thing going yeah out. well that's freemasons Illuminati's yeah. a little different but they, they tie in together yeah in a way yeah, yeah. okay national treasure <laughs> okay national <laughs> <laughs> national sweet tea oh my god uh so what are your plans as from far here as... going forward are you looking to play music again i want to play music you yeah. know I'll, I'll fuck around on my acoustic you know every putting once yourself while. out there or... no i don't have any recording equipment or anything well what are you looking to do anything i would really like to like play just like really heavy shit and do like vocals and but also, like... Put yourself out there, motherfucker. Everyone's already, like, doing shit. Maybe the next big band is doesn't have a vocalist, so they're not doing shit. Well... But they're checking Craigslist every day looking for a heavy vocalist. I just want... I just want to play music. I don't yeah. really care what it is. I really miss playing with If I Fail. Yeah. That was that was the limelight. Yeah. That, was, that was the height of my music career you know like being able to go on tour the first time and you probably my only with them yeah on tour 
probably the first time and like only time going on tour yeah. was with that band. And, well, I did like little dates here and there out of state, but uh, that was my first like three week. Tour. Yeah, I mean, it was just you know, that that was I don't know. I can't really see myself getting any bigger than that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I would love to play. I would love to play like anything really. Mm-hmm. Like I, I of course I want to stay like in the hardcore or pop yeah. punk genres or you know like even like if I was gonna do something acoustic. I'd have to do it alone or, like, have somebody, just one other person, you know? Well, if you ever wanted to do, like, a little acoustic demo or some kind of... I'm not good with recording heavy music, mm-hmm. but if you ever wanted to do, like, a little acoustic demo or whatever... I would I would I'd come to you. Up. Hell yeah. I mean, I just... I don't know. I don't have any music written, yeah. but, like, I do a lot of covers in my lonesome. Yeah. Like, I've been covering... Um, uh, Reality is a new nightmare. Damn. I learned all of it, like on guitar and everything. Marcus is too insane of a guitar player. I'm too really it's daunting. It's, it's so to easy. It was literally like the easy, like it was challenging at yeah. first, but like once you like know what to play, like it's super easy. Yeah. I mean, My was, mind just goes, Marcus made that up. I can't do that. Next. <laughs> Do you see Taylor's last post on Instagram? Him playing uh, Dance Gavin Dancing. She's like, yeah. You're just like, What's crazy is I had no idea. We had a, a band practice one time, and we're coming out of practice, and this is when I was playing guitar, and he sets down his bass and asks Marcus if he can play his guitar, and he's like, sure, and starts shredding is like right there, and I'm like the subpar rhythm guitar like, player, and I'm like, why? Why Why me? Why am I guitar? You're a good guitarist, though, man. I definitely try. Did you write Phantom? I did. That song? I wrote all the songs. so beautiful. I mean, like... Phantom's my favorite song. We wrote them together. You like Phantom? I love Phantom. I think that's... That's by far my favorite song that you guys have. Yeah. That's a really really personal one for me. So... Good lyrics. I appreciate that. And I like the, you know, melody of it. Yeah. It's very nice and... Those bad boys, those pedals right there. Nice and melancholic. Yeah. All depressing and sad. Yeah. All uh, after this, I'll show you a demo of a new song. Fuck yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. Uh, so anyway, plans going forward. You would like to play music. I would love to play music. For everybody listening, watching, Taylor wants to play music. What does that say? Oh my god. What is happening? Did she leave? Uh, oh, what the hell? This is the most interaction we've ever got on like Instagram, YouTube, live. So, uh, we're really fascinated with the comments. I don't know who Stacy Emily is. Do you know who Stacey's that is? Stacy's mom has got one. Uh, I don't know who that is. No idea. I'm sorry, Stacy. Tiffany's message was retracted. Oh, what? I think it was just the laughing faces. Oh. Tiffany, um, what Just fucking ask. Post that shit! Ask Light shit. up the comments! I'm gonna take a peek at your, uh, Oh, what? <laughs> Notepad. <laughs> oh, no, uh, I mean, that's... No. <laughs> plans, yeah, you can't see it. So, this kid wants to play music. I can't call you a kid, you're older than me, old man. <laughs> I'm one year older than you. Yeah, well, 365 days is a long time. I don't like being... I hate being 26. Yeah. 
Because you're not... no fucking difference between 25, 26, 24, 28. Yeah, there is. Okay, well, I guess I'll find out. Yeah. In Wait. a little less than 365 days. Dude, it's the worst. Okay. It's not just 26, just your 20s. Just suck. Taylor's having a hard time. Be- it, your 20s do fucking suck. Yeah. But I'm having a hard time being 26, though. Cheer Taylor up. He's 26, and he hates it, so he wants to join a band so he can write lyrics about hating being 26. Yeah. Uh, so tell us about the song we're going to play at the end of this podcast. It's a song that... They don't know. I know, but tell everybody well, else. I, don't, I mean, the story behind it is kind of personal. Oh, I well, mean, you don't well, have not, to tell not, the not story. Like... What song is it? <laughs> it is Fat Bomb. Found at the bottom of Lookout Mountain Bye. by If I Fail. All right. That is. Why did you choose this song? It's just very personal. It yeah. was um, something that me and Colin, like I saw Colin go through, like the, yeah. the story behind the song. I saw Colin go through, like the hurt and the agony that went behind writing the music. Yeah. And uh, I mean. It's not necessarily, I don't know, it's just, I think that's one of the prettiest songs that he wrote. And, it's beautiful. Yeah, and I mean, the story behind it sucks, and it's really sad, but it's just a beautiful song. Yeah. And he was one of my good friends, you know, my best friend, and his music deserves publicity, you know, like our, For I guess sure. our music deserves yeah. pub- publicity, you know, like, I didn't have a part in writing it, but I had a part in playing it, and yeah. I was very, I felt very fortunate, so I feel like it just deserves more publicity, you know? Yeah, it's, it'll always be some of my favorite music that I've ever played, that I've ever listened to. It's and beautiful. I am honored that we get to have it forever. Till the Me end too. Of time. You know what I mean? So. I feel very lucky that I was able yes. to play music with them. Oh, yeah. And you, and yeah. Marcus, and yeah. Taylor, you know? Oh, yeah. And Ian, even. Yeah. Playing, I mean, if I fail, it was a family, not just a band. Yeah, do you see how many people had played in that band? Yeah. It was crazy. Everybody had an effect on it. It was beautiful. Amazing. Uh, yeah, and I'm really stoked that everybody's going to get to hear it at the end of this podcast. Uh, for the people on YouTube Live, if you want to hear Found at the Bottom of Lookout Mountain by If I Fail, it will play at the end of the podcast on Google Play or Apple Podcasts. Uh, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you for I'm having really me. happy we got to do this, and I'm really, really stoked that we got to have some like life conversations. You yeah, know what same. I, mean? I didn't expect that at all. but Yeah, neither did I, and I think it was beautiful, and I feel very fortunate that we got to talk about the things that we did. Me too, man. So. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you so much. Of course. Do we shake hands? I don't want to shake. No, I don't want to shake. So this is what we're going to do. I'm going to say thank you. You say, yeah, man, or thank you. And then we pause for a second. And just look yeah, at each other. Okay. So that it signifies like that's the end of the podcast and that's uh, when the song will start. So okay. let's try this. People on YouTube are probably laughing. Uh, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is found at the bottom of the lookout mountain by If I Fail. <laughs> <laughs>